Good morning. What's good? What's up? Welcome back to the number one anime and manga podcast, as said by Oda himself. I am joined here by my co-host, Matt. How you doing today? I have a lot more energy than I... I had like a whole intro planned, and I I have more energy than last week. Because we I, I definitely remember not being very it's, energetic. I mean, you know, you know it, it, it happens sometimes. It happens. Um, I love doing that, though. That's something I've, I've learned a lot. And you, you almost have to get through like this when you record like podcast, whatever you're recording, you have to learn. It's like, damn, I know what I'm gonna do today. Like I got this fire intro or this segue or this segment. And it's like, it's going to be great. And then you actually get to it and you're like, man, I don't even like this shit no more. I'm tired. I don't want to <laughs> do this. Like, fuck Dude, this. <laughs> I was so worried about being low energy this episode. I specifically took a nap. Like, Gang, gang. After lunch, I was like, fuck that. It's fuck and that this noise. is a great chapter to be. And this is a dude, this was a good week. This is, this <laughs> this is, is a good chapter. Fantastic week. Um, so I want to start here. I always try to start these off with like just kind of generalized anime and manga questions and then kind of transition it and wrap it all together. The one piece, because I am the brilliant architect of bullshit that I am. So as I read this chapter, I think, and I don't know if you've had this conversation before, um, off the top of your head with absolutely no prep, who are in the world of anime, manga, and let's go sci-fi and um, out-of-world movies. I don't know if there's more classifications to it than just sci-fi. Who do you think are list top five villains and not in any specific order, just like guys who just jump out immediately and you're like, that's a great villain uh top five villains correct for are we sci-fi anime uh like just in that world of like like in the world of sci-fi superheroes anime manga like who are just five like just off the top of your head oh man top five fuck off the top of my head but don't gotta be in order panic panic mode panic panic Uh, top five panic at the disco uh No, um, is Joker a top five villain? Joker, <sighs> there's so many different types of Joker that have been written. That's that's about which is like it. where I I'm sorry, did you say did you throw movies in there? Yeah, movies, movies that are in this space. And oh, like, okay, I don't I know you. all the different classifications, but just like. We both kind of, I think, understand, like, the space that this is. Like, superpowers, superheroes. I would throw Joker in under certain iterations. I think he's, like, a cliche. Not cliche, sorry. I think he's a very easy go-to. People always say the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a villain just off the top of my head. And I'm blanking. Oh. Uh, I'm especially I'm going to keep it like anime. I really like fuck. I like Itachi, but like he doesn't end up as a villain. <laughs> and I also feel like there's a lot of Itachi fanboys that are kind of like make it whatever. But there's fanboys for there's there's the, the... 
there's I go and I'm gonna throw some out there and I just let's see how let's see what the reaction is. And like I said, these don't have to be like your actual like top five, but these are guys who should essentially like stick out, right? And we'll say if we think they're good villains or not. Um, I would say Vader's gotta be high on the list. Vader's pretty high on that list. Okay, yeah. if we're throwing Vader on a list, I'll throw Itachi on a list as well. Okay. Um, I would say, and this is like, like I said, this isn't super deep thought, just trying to think of like guys that jump out. Um, I obviously don't have as many movies per se to pick from. Um, I think this is actually accomplishing my point pretty well here. Uh, there, like, there is a um, lack of really well done villains. Like, what to you is a really well done villain? Though, so I think there's got to have two. Like, things. what, what, like, what criteria sits for a well done villain? The a well done villain would be the motive has to be good. Um, your motive, like your motive could be evil and twisted and fucked up, but it has to like come from something, right? Like you can have a tragic enough backstory that I would justify you being villainous. Like, I don't think, even though it is probably tropey at this point, I don't think the world fucked me over um, is dead. Um, I think you have to really fuck that guy over. And the more you fuck him over, the better that villain turns out. Um, I think the actions have to be really good. There are some villains who do just a bunch of cheap shit and it's like, okay, well, you're not, you're not really doing anything. You're doing all these like little things like you, it's the difference in robbing a liquor store versus robbing a bank. Um, mm-hmm. And then three, they just, they just gotta be interesting to some, they have, they are not even interesting. Cause it's just kind of was the other two. I have to. And the biggest thing is believe there's a chance you could win, even though, inherently a villain in a movie franchise uh an anime a manga tv show you're you're pretty much predestined to lose but like Mm -hmm. do you is it believable you could win like do you get are you one of the villains that gets a win in your resume before you finally bow out like do you beat up your main character good guy and then it's like oh just by the end of the story he got you um well like who's like who's a good example like and I'm going to throw out a really cliche one, uh, only because I actually watched the movie this weekend. Rest in peace. But like Heath Ledger's Joker, and I have no context on what the comic equivalent to him is. What he yeah. did in that movie was he was winning. Like, regardless yeah. of the end yeah. game, he was winning. He had points. He had leverage. He had, um, once again, you don't have to agree with his motivation, but he had legit motivation. Um he genuinely felt creepy, which if you can give me the feeling of bad guy, you win. Um, to to a, the point of Itachi, Itachi was great because Itachi for 200 plus episodes was just a fucking stone cold killer. And you're like, yeah. And because there was no hesitating, even in the scene with him and Saki, there's no like, oh, well, I could see. No, homie put his hand through the wall, hand on neck and threw him in Tsukiyomi and said, all right, bitch, catch you in about 100 episodes. Um, <laughs> like... So he was just, he was, he felt very villainous. Um, hmm. The, um, yeah, I think that would be probably like my first, those would be like my big go-tos. 
so i don't know who i don't like i don't know i don't know star wars very well enough um so no you're right vader. Darth, vader, darth vader is i would consider to be one of the best villains to the point where like disney tried recreating a new vader uh with their kylo ren in the the sequel trilogy and it doesn't work quite as well um uh some would say a lot as well but i yeah no i guess for me i'm surprised you've seen the dark knight i'm proud of you i saw it in theaters even good for you yeah wait recently fuck no this was like yeah, i was it's like this is whenever it first came out um 2010 yeah my grandfather kicked me and my uncles at the house and said like go watch a movie so yeah uh yeah heath ledger's joker is really good and it draws from like a bunch of different jokers um but in that same breath like this is this is why i was like i didn't like jump on the joker trip like right away because you have garbage jokers that have like been a thing and so you have uh like jared leto's joker in suicide squad is not a good villain <laughs> like at all uh so i think heath ledger's was special if i i want to think what to me is a really really good villain fuck i usually have like a bunch off the top of my head that are good is like we both agreed i think like Madara was a good villain until he went too far right i thought Madara was good uh was a really good one um i think i i was trying to i was digging through my memory for like one piece villains that are like really good and like I like to me it's a good villain is what is your overall footprint on the story and so like you know I would put like Doflamingo on that list I, I have him high I have him pretty high up world. there but and like obviously we can go Emperor's all day but mm -hmm. i personally feel doflamingo's better than the emperor's just because of his overall footprint and impact that we've seen on mm -hmm. uh the world uh crocodile yeah, like crocodile. The, the thing with the thing with one piece is like it's so long mm -hmm. and it's hard to find a villain who has had a footprint sorry has had influence throughout and like everyone will say well what about blackbeard and i'm like well, blackbeard hasn't really done anything yet he's only done one thing literally he's I'm only sorry, done, he's done one, two things he's only done Count. a couple of things right now after the next arc i'm willing to put blackbeard pretty high up there because i'm guessing blackbeard is making moves in the next arc yeah. but as of right now the we we've had doflamingo since bellamy <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so and then his impact with like the heart pirates and or uh, law's crew and law himself and you know there is that through line through uh the i mean the auction house 
in Sabody, anything that has the Joker symbol on it is Doflamingo. Doflamingo, yeah. And that's been around, that was around in Bellamy, Bellamy's time. So. And it's, it, see, it, it's interesting and, because yeah. I, I like Doflamingo's reference point. Cause like you said, you have to feel like a villain. And after reading this chapter, um, so Big Mom feels like a villain. Kaido doesn't. Kaido just feels like this big mass that is just like in the way, but he doesn't feel villainous. Um, and I had to walk away for a second. Big Mom feels villainous. Kaido doesn't feel very villainous to me. Because even to the point of Doflamingo, technically everything Doflamingo's done is under and through his connection to Kaido. Like he gets mm-hmm. to... Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't see it because in real time, Doflamingo was strong enough that it was like the, the bar kind of stopped with him. But the shit he was probably really doing in the underworld, no, nah, we don't want to fuck with you. Homie, I know Kaido. And it's like, well, well, wait a minute. We will. Hey, um, whoa, 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 we, whoa. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we can figure something out here. Uh, the movie that I watched was John Wick um, and the first one. And okay, the funny thing about it, or the thing I liked about it is they at least stuck to now it's it's basically punch and shoot people for an hour and a half which i was and cool it's with fucking great i don't care what anyone says john Wick is such a fun movie it, it was and the part that i really liked is, is you know like each of the little like mafias or the different little organizations it was like yeah that's how shit goes they don't care how cool you are with like homegirl double crossed him worked with this guy shot homie and it's like no bitch you did something at my hotel you don't get to do shit in my hotel. Boom. And it's like, I don't care how high you are up with this group. You're not with my group. You still yeah. you still get smoked. Um, but with Kaido, is like, I say Kaido doesn't feel villainous. Like, and even the things he's done. Like, the only villainous things you could argue that he's done is he whacked Luffy upside the fucking head real hard. I mean, he also shot Odin in the head. I mean, yeah, but Odin was boiling alive. Like, after Kaido told him to boil alive. I, I mean, and you know. After he was sent, Kaido sentenced him to that. I also, um, theory not totally fleshed out, um, is I think there's more of that conversation between Odin and Kaido that we didn't get. And yeah, I'm not down to die on this hill yet, but. I am kind of interested is if Kaido wanted to stay with Whitebeard at a point in time and dislike the fact Odin got to. Um, but we'll come back to that at a later day. I got nothing really to. Oh, do. I have a really good theory that I saw on Instagram. That oh, is that the I one wanted... you sent me? Yeah. Okay. We'll get in that in a second. We'll get, we'll okay. get in that in a second. Okay. Um, I, was, I couldn't remember if I sent that to you. Yeah. Um, but just the feel of like a good villain character. Um, and this is anything Oda's done exceptional. Like, and, and I come on here every weekend and say like shit, he does exceptional. But that's because I'm also the one who bitches about when he gives us chapters I think are duds. So I'm trying to balance myself out. He hasn't had. He hasn't had a dud in a while. He hasn't had a dud in a while. Like he is. And this is. And this is not a knock. This is genuinely like One Piece is like fast paced right now. Like more than one it's ever is- been. One Piece feels like it's going to like we're in a climax is what One Piece feels like right now. Yeah. Like which means I mean this arc could end I, I, in the next like 
20, 30 chapters. <laughs> well, this fight could end in the next like 20 to 30 chapters. I agree. The only, my only thing, and I will reserve this until we get literally the first chapter of the of the next arc, because all Oda has to do is take us back somewhere and then a flashback. I no believe no, not even a flashback, because technically because one piece is still X amount of unexplored world. So it's and it's so mm-hmm. it's not unrealistic to be like, well, instead of like streamlining this to the next war or um the holy land. Now we can go over to this island first, and it's like, okay, well, I guess we got another island that we're gonna have an arc through, and I'm and I'm cool if he does it. I'm not like I'm not shitting on Oda if he wants to, if he really is at seventy percent or he's not at seventy percent. That's that man's business. Um, but what he's done so exceptionally well, and why One Piece does isn't such a great place is every single arc has a really good villain, even if they're only good for that point in time. Yeah, uh, I think my only villain who I think is like half ass is is Kuro, and that's because he's just the most basic. Like he just says, "I want the rich girl's money, and I am stronger than the idiots that are on this piece of shit island." Yeah, so Kuro's not that interesting, but everybody, Pat and and Axe Hand Morgan, throw him out too. They can both go da- drown in the ocean. <laughs> Past Kuro and Axe Hand Morgan, when you start getting into like the really big arcs, the good arcs is like Lucci is amazing for his space and time um crocodile is amazing for his place in time uh even magellan for his short arc is amazing and for his space and time uh we technically only really have one arc with a kainu and a kainu is probably while technically a navy fleet admiral it's like he is still probably perceived as a bad guy or a villain at least i would put him on that list as uh, a bad guy but we just don't know enough about him Correct. And he technically killed the pirate. So it's like, yeah, it, he killed, he killed the white, the wanted man. Yeah. So, basically that, that's why we hate him. Yeah. Like, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, so it's, and yes, while he is more aggressive, obviously than other Navy people and Navy soldiers, it's like that technically is not in the wrong, I guess, but the world government itself is, you know, but little iffy. Um, and as I was, like I cared as we got the resolution, which I think I'm pretty willing to stand firmly on now, though. It's like, I don't think kid in law got a chance to beat big mom. Um, especially cause this looks like she just hit, ser- she hit the serious button and it was the, if you've ever, if you have ever like messed around, like you got like little cousins uh, or little brother and sister and you just kind of goof around with them or whatever. And there's like that little bit of, um, pushing and shoving back and forth and you know they're kids no one goes crazy against kids but you ever hit that moment where you're like all right this kid's getting on my fucking nerves you just chuck them on the couch yeah and it's like all right bitch there's a difference like you're cute that's cool like you're my cousin but like get on the fucking couch and that's what big mom did big mom said that's cute y'all got these powers that kind of hurt me so now i'm annoyed um i'm ripping life straight up uh, which was very good context on um, we've asked for the last couple of chapters. Well, what does her power look like? Oh, that's what it looks like. I'm her just power, stealing souls. Her power literally is eating people's <laughs> life <laughs> and then using that in, to beat the shit out of people. And putting them into objects, which yeah. I loved that we got to see that in like real time. Because that con- that's yeah. That was all that's all of whole cake. Yeah. By the way, all of whole cake is food for Big Mom. Um, and 
to it because it's crazy because now when you get into like it adds more context like the forest and it's like oh yeah no all these all these fucking trees i um but she's hit the pissed off button and i think lawn kid have about this much of a fucking chance to beat her so i do well i've right said now right now i'm like I don't I don't know if they have a shot in hell because she's like, all right. Uh, So in the first translation that I read, it was like, no one has pushed me this far in quite a while. And uh, you shouldn't be commended for that. Uh, And then in this in the Viz translation, it was like, I got the pain one, which is I haven't felt this much pain in years, which is fucking cool. No, it's no, it's no, this is a this is part of Oda writing good villains. Is this is why no one feels like a cliche pirate in terms of like, oh, I just get to next level of pirates, beat this pirate up, move on. Like, no, these are all essentially in their own world main characters. Big Mom is the main character of her story, and she feels like the main character of her story. Yeah, no, I think that's what One Piece does well. All the characters feel like they have they got their a story. Own story. Yeah, like a uh, kid, the kid pirates, or uh, the um, are they just the kid pirates? I think they're on. just kid pirates. And if we're wrong, fuck them. All right, cool. But yeah, <laughs> no, like they they have the, they had their whole experience, their whole story, mm-hmm. and we've had no flashback, and we might get a flashback. But like we might not get a flashback, so who cares? So it's yeah, it's it's really cool. And, and the reason I think why I said like I I I reduce their chances to not a chance in hell, and Big Mom definitely gets out of this arc. Um unless unless the cipher pool dude is really that crazy. Like how crazy do we think CP0 actually is? Robin's still scared of them. Robin's scared of them. Uh and it's I, I feel like I don't want to like jump around this chapter like this too much, but I think if we're gonna move through it, I think the one panel of them like chasing broken robin is fucking scary because they're just like these silhouettes and There's one walking. dude's being lifted into the sky and Robin's terrified and like that's that's it that's the one panel that we get and i'm like that's enough that's enough for me it, you know <laughs> and i and i agree i don't want to say jump around so we will get to cp0 in a second yeah um to to include the big mom thing the line that made me go okay you y'all got no chance is homegirl said i i'm gonna use a full year of my life and she i was like said that yeah i was like oh okay and Fuck the age predictions. I know we did an age prediction a couple weeks ago, but she's at least 40 years old. So, okay, well, he's got one year in my... Now, no one knows how many years she's already pulled. Maybe there's, like, more to her backstory like somebody beat the shit out of her and took 10 years himself. Um, But if she's only using one year of life and all yeah, of her right. weapons essentially act, um, act individually at them, so it's not like they're all using her power at one time and that's draining her. This is pretty swift. I take your soul, put it in here, and that kind of determines the strength of the weapon. 
mm-hmm. um, or strengthening a weapon and making a weapon bigger um, or vice versa. Yeah. Um, which is interesting now because how much Jinbei does she have? Because that's the next question. How much question. of Jinbei did she take? Yeah. Because I don't know but, what a year of her life is. I don't know if a year of her life is really just her life or if it's years of everybody's life that she's taken and that cumulatively adds up inside of her. I figured it was... Ooh, that's a really good... That's a really good... She could good be as old as Whitebeard, which means she's in her 70s. Well, she's, she's a, a... She's a giant, remember that. She's, correct. She's so a giant. Like she, they giants live for like 300 years or something man i really want zebek to beat 100 years out of her <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like like that might be why she's so strong because she consumed a third of her life <laughs> you know what if she has what if she has some of zebek's life she, she might like it's i don't think she does though i'll be real i'm 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 so and like i said I'm not the I'm not the writer, so mm-hmm. I'm obviously deferring to Oda. I am so hyper nervous about. We have two power levels that we just haven't hit yet, and that's wherever Roger was and wherever Zevik was, and mm-hmm. somewhere in between there you get Garp, a prime Garp. I don't think Sengoku's in that class. I think he's a little bit under, um, and I think we've seen Sengoku. I think Sengoku would look. Well, well, technically, fuck, Prime Whitebeard's up there. He's, he's yeah. also in that. So you got Zevik, Roger, Prime Whitebeard, um, and Garp, which the anime gave us a cool moment. I'm not taking that to heart as far as how strong these characters were in their prime as far as how Oda wants to depict them. But I don't know how you keep going up, especially if Zevik sat at, if Zevik sat at the top of those three, I don't care what age, it's like a different level of monster. Um, yeah. And with that, we will segue into the theory that Matt sent me on Instagram. Yo, dude, this is really cool. And it kind of ties in. Uh, it ties in Foxy, which I didn't expect to like, like Foxy might not be important, but Foxy's what Foxy right. did is important. And so the theory is that rocks was able to create this crazy crew because he kept winning Davy back fights. And because there's a line that gets dropped um, when they're explaining what they are. And like the Davy back fights back in the day were used on pirate island oddly enough where blackbeard is hanging out and uh were used to create super crews like massive like monster crews uh which <laughs> which who has a monster crew right <laughs> like who had the monster crew so and it would tie in. So I got on board with it because when Whitebeard, when Whitebeard is remembering fondly on his life 
and he's like young and he's on this person this uh, this other boat altogether where he's daydreaming mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like Zebex. a zebic crew so like what if whitebeard was taken in a davy back fight and he had to like be a part of this crew and like for honor purposes like it could also like strengthen his sense of family because he got taken from his crew and yeah like i i i am 100 percent on board with it so i'll endorse it on I'll endorse on the white red aspect, which I think is the one we could probably talk about the best because there is still a lot of Kaido and Big Mom that's unknown. Well, Big Mom, I think I could throw in there too. Um, I can't speak for Kaido exactly. Uh, we've only seen Whitebeard get one crew member, and that was Ace. And how did he get Ace? Beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Ace. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, dog, like, once again, when you're fucking around at your little cousin, it's like, yo, no, we can fight. I'm going to let you get a couple hits in, think that you did something, then I'm going to put you on your ass, and then put you on your ass again, and then I'm going to put you on your ass again. And finally, he said, I right, fuck this. Let's go. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> fuck them shoes. <laughs> and, you know, and he never turned down a fight, which I'm presuming a thousand percent was Zebik's entire crew was just fucking going at him 24-7. Like, yeah. homie, um, which... Man, see, see, my brain is, my brain is, I, I, like I said, whenever I talk about One Piece, whenever I read One Piece, my brain just like grabs a thought and then just starts start channeling it. So we've discussed Blackbeard being related to Zebek. Um, and Zebek's crew, because of how demonstrative it is, it would benefit the piss out of him if he never went to sleep. Just throwing some. Oh, do you think he had Gara syndrome where he just never I, slept? Well, whatever. What if we think that there's a chance him and Blackbeard could be related? Whatever makes Blackbeard oh, he doesn't bodies, sleep. Oh, like that. Motherfucker, good for you. I have dude. nothing to support that. It's just I literally see one thing. My brain goes, "Oh yeah, I remember this," and it's like, "Oh yeah," and that could. So, so I'm not down to die on that hill, hill yet, but it's good it's for you, Justin. I'm gonna. There <laughs> you go, man. Um. So. And that's another reason why, like, I'd be cool with the idea that he got everybody through fights. Um, it just, and that's why I really wish we had a definitive age. I really, like, I wish I knew exactly what age Whitebird was when he joined the crew. What age? Because mm. if he's not getting them until that, then um, Whitebeard, Big Mom, and Kaido all becoming emperors at the same time is more legitimate for it to be Fallout because the same way I believe if Shanks died tomorrow, just hypothetically, Beckman is probably recognized by the world government in such a way that Beckman is an emperor. Um, I believe this to be true because I also believe Marco was in this class. And the only reason why because I don't think Blackbird really wanted to hunt them down just for the shits and giggles. But I think Marco at the time, Whitebeard was announced dead and Blackbeard um, was announced emperor. I think there was still rumblings like, well, Marco was second in command. 
the majority of the crew is still alive, like Marco probably has some of that same recognition. And that's why Blackbeard wanted to go take out the Whitebeard Pirates. Oh, yeah. Like Marco, Marco's no bitch. Correct. But Blackbeard yeah. wanted to clarify. I don't think Blackbeard wanted to, though. I like the idea that that was like a complete revenge thing. It, it, it just. My only thing against the revenge, and it's just, and for my issue with Blackbeard, is Blackbeard is Usopp. Blackbeard does nothing ter- in terms of the way he acts. Like, obviously, he's done terrifying things. But yeah. the way he acts, he doesn't act scary. He doesn't act terrifying. He, he looks like the dumbest person on his crew. And that's including <laughs> a dude who is drunk and his tongue is sticking out um, at all points in time. <laughs> his crew makes fun of him. Like, he does nothing that feels like big, scary, like boss man in charge. So for mm-hmm. him to do something like that, and I'm going to sound hypocritical here because obviously what he did with Ace was tactical. But yeah, it, it's not in the way he presents himself or Oda presents himself. He's just kind of this big, he's just big old dumb goofy fucker who has a really powerful fruit and a powerful body for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like I said, I got nothing to go off here. It's just if, like, if Kaido died, I think King would immediately be considered as a if if enough of the crew was alive, just Kaido died. I think King would be considered an emperor um, unless he was also defeated in that fight. Yeah. So the fall of Zebek, if he got Whitebeard, Big Mom and Kaido, let's say early 20s, just to thought of just thought a number here. Um, and they went on X amount of adventures or with him long enough where they were just known like the world government was like, fuck, it's like, just, even if we kill this motherfucker, like these three are there. So they were immediately crowned emperors post his demise because the world government already knew about them. They were already terrifying. And if Whitebird was taken from that other crew, I'm presuming that other crew not to be a bitch because Whitebird just ain't saying I'm not no bitch of shit. Yeah. Um, if Kaido was taken from somewhere else, Kaido just ain't on no bit, no, no, you know. Um, Big yeah, Mama but be- I think there's a testament to the fact that like, to be to win the Davy Vac fight, like you have to be strong. Oh, as fuck. Yeah, like strong as fuck. And oh, is... I still think Zebic is like strong. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, he is minus already... his crew. Like I'm, I would argue and say he's he might be your Madara. You know, in at least if I know anything about One Piece. Zebic should be our topped out power scale. Mm-hmm. Like whatever he is, I'm not counting the um the weapons as power scales. They're just kind of freaks, they're just forces of nature, literally. Um, so Zebic should be your strongest individual person. I don't think I want to get much stronger than him because it took both Garp and Roger to take him out. And Garp and Roger could arguably be the second and third strongest people we ever get to see in their prime. Um, so I don't need Zebic. I don't need anybody topping Zebic. Um, so I could absolutely, I, I like the idea that he was out here kicking ass, taking names, and that's how he assembled his crew. Um, I also like the fact of that's probably why it's also no longer done like that. Um, 
because of, I think, Zebik's impact not only on the world government. How do I phrase this? If Zebik is as terrifying as he should be, there's no fucking way they didn't start the Great Pirate Era until Roger. It might have been called something else, but there's no fucking way Zebik was out here being this terrifying and they didn't announce Great Pirate Era, everybody be on guard, like ramp up the Navy. But I also think whatever Zebik did, unlike what Roger did, is Zebik was equally terrifying to other pirates. Yeah. So there is a code amongst pirates at that level to not do what Zebik did. Um, I also think it'd be interesting uh, to wrap this kind of all up. Zebik might be the last time Kaido and Big Mom will have both said, I haven't felt this much pain or had to fight this hard in a while. Zebik might be their last big fight that took yeah. this much out of them. That's kind of where my head's at too, if I'm going to be honest. It's, it absolutely should be. And it's interesting because I'm just kind of putting like random thoughts here together is because kid feels like Zebik. If I had to like say a pirate felt like Zebik or what I think Zebik will be kid is introduced as ruthless. He's a prick. They don't take shit from nobody. Whereas yeah. Luffy much more like the Roger line. Oh, um, and so to end my rambling, I like the theory. Uh, Zebik was a monster. And I definitely now if he did do it though, I want that panel or that scene animated of him beating up Whitebeard Kaido and Big Mom. Like that's yeah, necessary. I, I need that, you know, because but I totally get that we won't get that for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, well, they could they could this this is one of the few arcs like Zebic flashbacks make are possible. There it's possible. Uh I would be kind of peeved if we didn't get something. Oh yeah, they've this he's I'm gonna that's a good comparison. I'm gonna keep that one in my head. Um no, we, we definitely have to get something with him. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be this arc. This is just an arc that it could make sense in because we have Kaido and Big Mom both right now uh, where they are. Uh, did, and I did give two fucks about it, and I was kind of sad just because there's so much other stuff going on that it was like, I don't really care about this interaction. Did you care about Scratchman and X-Drake's conversation? You know, it's probably crazy important. It might be, but it's just their their conversation is important for them or even important for the world. But it's like Doc Kaido and Big Mom are going nuts right now. Like, yeah, I, I still think Scratch Man is. Scratch Man is Scratch Man. I, I, I don't. He's a tier two supernova. Yeah, he hasn't done much. But I don't know if that's like on purpose, if that makes sense. Like I don't know if what Scratch Man is plotting is actually really important. Um I I like the idea of Scratch Man going the way of like Hawkins, where it's like got his ass kicked, 
is probably going to have a change of heart or like I see Scratchman more as like an opportunist. And so he might just join up with whatever comes next after and be fine with it. Um, I'm also not sure if he is. I'm also not sure if he is. Like, was he always on a part of Kaido? I mean, well, the fight always. Or was he he like there? He just got there once he got to the new world. Yeah, I think that one. Like, did he did he join up with Kaido like right away? He might have. Kind of like how uh, I think Beej did that too. He joined up with Big Mom right away. So did Hawkins. Um, and X Drake. Yeah, because they were. One, one, and this is why I say, like, that's kind of what you do as a. And this is an insult to him, but as a tier two supernova or as a tier two pirate, like, not everybody is nuts enough to want to say, yeah, I want to fight Kaido Big Mom. Like, not everyone's a crackhead like Luffy Kid and Law. Yeah. Um, I don't even think Law's a crackhead. I think he's just like, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Lots of opinion is probably more like, I mean, I'll fight them because like they'll probably kill me if I don't, but they'll probably kill me if I will. So you know, what do I have to lose? My life. Um, and <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just my life, dude. No, no I mean, I'm fucked out of the way. Like, if you gonna kill me if I fight you, or kill me if I don't, like, what do I have to lose here? Uh, so, but that's so that's why like all, all the other supernovas basically go immediately to them, and they're like, hey, you want to work out a deal? I'll kind of work out to you. We cool. We cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I loved, and I, and I, and I shitted on this a couple weeks ago and I said, you know, I shat, I shatted all over this. When Sanji does stuff, it's cool, but there's just characters we think are do cooler things than Sanji. And that, and I'm not saying that's mean to Sanji, love Sanji, but just like the community feedback, when you look at like, yeah, there's just there's just a different reaction. Like when Luffy and Zoro, even Kid to a degree, like they're doing these crazy things. It's like Kid like explaining that he or, or or no one wanted to explain anything this chapter. Everyone was like, no, don't tell him my secrets. Like, dog, we all just saw you. Um, but Sanji is. How, how do you explain what Sanji went through this chapter? Because I read it and I had to read it twice because I got mad confused the first time. And let me know if my interpretation is even right. Because my interpretation might be just, I might just be stupid. So Saji's running. Okay. And then he finally comes to his mind and he's like, he uh, opens the door and there's these people back there and they're scared as fuck. They're like, fuck you. You beat her up. She's bleeding. And Saji's like, what? He's like, I want to hit a woman. Do you know who the fuck I am? Like, I'm fucking Sanji. Yeah, he's like, why? Why would this be? And then he starts to have, um, essentially, looks like he's coming from being like blacked out, whether it's blacked out in rage or blacked out because he can't control his body. He's starting to think. He's like, well, I did see this girl, and then she looked at me like she was scared, and then I don't know. It literally sounds like a, a, a really bad uh. I don't want to say there's like getting canceled. 
it looks like a really bad she <laughs> ran into the doorknob scene like we've I all been her. there it's like we've all been there <laughs> like i was looking at her and then she looked scared and then she was bleeding why was the bitch bleeding and he's like i i think what sanji is dealing with right now is because i saw a lot of comments that were like oh sanji didn't actually do anything to her uh no i think i'm intrigued to see what's going on with sanji because like i don't think i think he did hurt this woman because he was in his own head i think he did too and i i i I agree i think it had to do with putting on the raid suit like triggering his certain his uh germa abilities um yeah i think it'd be interesting if uh i think frankie frankie's gonna be the one to fix him okay so that's so that's not the angle i took i once again my brain wait do you think zoro's going to kill sanji (laughs) no not a chance but i do love this so this is like a grand master plan and I think Oda planted, Oda's already planted the seeds in a couple characters, and I think now this is Sanji's turn. So something that's really interesting about the Straw Hats is when they started, and pretty much when everybody joins the crew, like, yeah, I'll sail with you, but my dream is this. Yeah, I'll do this, but I want to find the all blue. Yeah, I'll join you, but I want to draw a map of the world. Yeah, I'll, dr- I'll join you, but I want to be the world's greatest swordsman. And slowly, and you get like the big moment at um, the halfway point, obviously, when they're all separated and go into their training arcs at the time skip. Yeah. But everyone says, I'm going to do this for Luffy. Chopper says, I'll become a monster. Diving up the fucking post. I'll become a monster if it helps. <laughs> Robin, who is not a fighter, like she, the bitch just snaps next. And she's like, I'm going to learn how to fight. Because Luffy needs me to know how to fight. I got to be able to defend myself. Yeah. Sanji asks, would you rather be be me who loses his shit the second he sees the woman? Or does it suit you better if I'm just a cold-blooded killing machine? Yeah. And... The transition of everybody, and I think Zoro's already kind of done this. He hasn't necessarily had his moment in words, but Zoro took a pain blast for him. So, you know, that was a big moment. Like, Zoro was willing to die and put his dream aside anyway. Is Luffy accepted everyone onto this crew knowing they had an an alternative goal that they wanted. Being king of the pirates or being the best pirate crew was not their goal. But as the story has unfolded, that's starting to become everyone's thing. Like it's my dream is secondary getting Luffy here. That is first and foremost. So no matter what the fuck I have to do, like getting this nigga to the end, that's priority. Number one, it's goal. Number one. And it's been done in such a natural, like organic state where it doesn't just feel like it doesn't feel rushed. Um, it doesn't feel fake. Uh, like the so- the storyline with Sanji and women is literally since the inception of the character. We've never seen him hit a woman. And he just 
that moment for him, I don't think he goes full Germa monster, but I think he gets real fucking close. I think we'll get to see him go pretty. I, I like the idea that he would go all out just to like take out queen. Like, honestly, I think it'd be awesome if he, he just like, you know, two shots. whole body's queen. on fire now. That nigga is he, lit. <laughs> yeah, he is. Lit, brother. <laughs> also, um, what was that translation? Because I just want to make sure that I'm not the only one that's like so Americanized that I read that correctly. Uh, For the which translation one? of that attack? Oh, for Sanji's? Mm-hmm. Hell Memories. He learned he learned that one uh, when he was on Hermaphrodite Island. Hermaphrodite Island. That's a that's a name. That is a name. Um. Okay. Because for some reason, I I'm gonna make sure. Keep talking. I'm gonna make sure that I like I did read that correctly because I definitely read something else and I just I just want to make you sure read? I'm not an idiot. Just just no. keep going for a sec. Just keep going for a second. What do you think? What am I going to do right now? What am I going? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's Sanji. Sanji lights himself on fire and does things like that's that's his Gurma power. He does. <laughs> he just lights himself on fire and says, "Yeah, Fuck it. he's been doing that since chapter three hundred something." Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, I'm just actually gonna see. I just said. 300 out of the blue but not even be looking up for 300 um i just want to make sure i have this name of the attack right because i read something stupid like yeah just, chapter 300 money burning up okay so i definitely for some reason i read fries in that um and i was like is this supposed to be like a like because all of his shit is totally named after like fuck out of him i did i was like now, to be fair, when I read this chapter, um, like I said, I read the chapter twice, but the first time I, I read it, and I, I may or may not have been under the influence. Don't read under the influence, kids. What? <laughs> the uh, so I read that, and I definitely saw like fries or some shit, and I'm like, did this nigga just hit like a tater tots move after he fucking lit himself yeah, on fire? <laughs> yeah, he fucked his ass up. Because what was Zeph's move? Zeph's shit was named after a fucking food too, wasn't it? Or he was just red foot. Yeah, he, he was just red foot because his leg was doused in the blood of his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've come a long way. Ah, uh, um, yes. So yeah, so okay. So you, do you do you think now we've asked this question a bunch? Do you think he two shots Queen or just beats the shit out of Queen? Uh, I hope not. I like. I want to see an actual fight. Cause he one shotted the uh, the wolf, and I'm at a point where I kind of want to see some like like hands thrown. You know, if you can wrap it up in a chapter, that's fine. Because that's a whole episode of that fight. Yes, uh, two. Uh, one piece has a same. Yeah, if one piece has any say, it's two episodes. But I, I ideally, it's one episode. And with recap. <laughs> yeah, they, they cut the recap short and then give me a five minute episode of this fight. But um, yeah, so same with like 
king. If that's two chapters, I'm fine with it. But if queen could be one chapter and then king could be its own, like, two chapters, that's all I really want out of it. I wouldn't say that's a one shot because show me show me what Gurma can do. I want to see what Gurma can do. But I obviously don't want the bleach syndrome of spending f- four chapters on uh, one fight that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And it's just one-upping each other every chapter. Uh, and we won't get that. I, Oda has never done that. Not correct. And I can confidently say Oda has never done that. I think something that's really interesting too is um, the, so the conversation between Sanji and Zoro is really cool because they're both very confident they're going to win. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is hard, but like, I still feel good about us. But what's what's interesting and a very good thing, and Oda has always kept the power level in really good perspective, is these shouldn't be one shot fights because these are end game worthy people like these are the first and second in command on the world's strongest pirate crew yeah like zoro and sanji realistically aren't gonna fight people this strong again because there's no say like like the end battle of the navy it's like okay we'll pick an admiral i think king's as strong as an admiral if not more strong i think queen is potentially just as strong as not more strong yeah they should be more strong than an admiral and Personally, I want to see what Queen can... Act. I want to see Queen actually fight. Like, we got to see a little bit. And it's a, it was goofy. Definitely. Classic goofy. One Piece fashion. How does a brontosaurus fight? Well, it shoots the, the, its legs off. It leaves its legs behind and they become cannons. Uh, I could do. How, sorry. How, how does a cyborg, cybernetic brontosaurus fight? And just like that. See, where uh, else can you what else can you read or watch where that sentence comes out of your mouth and it's just fine you know <laughs> like in this one arc we had a triceratops uh that could turn itself into a helicopter uh <laughs> so I got nothing it's got fine nothing. it's fine it makes total sense cybernetic um, brux i'm gonna tweet that yeah, I really want to see Queen, like, push Sanji. That's something. I want to see Sanji get pushed. I feel like he won't because we're about to get the Gurma at its peak. peak? We're gonna get. I think we'll get peak Gurma, and then, like, we'll save pushing all the Straw Hats in the next arc. So I'm going to give you a two-step question here. Yeah. Um, so the first one is, would, it, would you be okay with all three fights – uh literally going at the same time so like are technically four but i'm I'm considering the big mom kid and uh law one to be pretty much over or on its last leg far more than the other three feeling yeah uh i think the big mom one entered a new phase kind of like the sanji one seems to have entered a new phase as well sanji feels like sanji and queen will feel like they have more fight in them than like laws laws just on the ground just gasping for air yeah, Law's hurting. Law and Kid are hurting. But I would say in the next chapter, I really want to get Zoro because I want to see what him and King are doing. I think it'd be more interesting to like, I really don't want to bounce around, but One Piece is probably going to bounce between Sanji and Zoro. 
Well, I think all three fights go at the same time. I think really Luffy, Kaido. So because I feel like, like the how Luffy, they demonstrate they they've been very quiet with the Luffy Kaido thing. That's correct, but that's because they're they're waiting for. Like, that's the climax, yo. That's the, it, it's that's the, the climax slash now the other fights have caught up. And like I said, Zoro and Sanji might not fight another person or thing that's as strong as King and Queen the rest of the story. Because mm-hmm. there's no guarantee they're going 1v1 against niggas in Mary Joa. And we don't even know what the fuck Mary Joa looks like in terms of what the protectors of the Holy Land are. I, I have a feeling we're not cutting back to Mary Joa until this is done. Oh, absolutely. I'm speaking if like the final arc, if they fight someone from there, then they would they would be stronger than King and Queen theoretically, but these are like end game level people for Zoro and Sanji. So for these mm-hmm. fights to coincide the same amount of time it takes Luffy to take out Kaido, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I'm kind of here for it, especially if, and it would be a bitch, but it would be a really good fucking kill. Man, I, and I really love the character, so I'd be sad that he's gone, but Big mom killing kid makes a lot of sense. It makes oh. a lot of sense. I know we've had kid as a future emperor, but like it just makes so much sense for kid to die. Maybe killer. I they could both. Like it just it, it sorry. Like there's it's it's tough. Don't be wrong, it's a tough fucking kill. Cause I love kid, but it for big mom to look the way she's like, cause big mom can't do this and not, she's got like, someone's got to die. Like somebody has to die. I agree. But I also take out the AK 47 and just nothing happens. I've been with one piece for a thousand and thirty one chapters. There's know, no fucking but, way someone dies. But this is it. This is like, because we do have deaths. We got two. Maybe who? third. We don't know what Hawkins is doing right now. Who, um, who died? Just just, just Ace Whitebeard. So we got two deaths. Oh, you mean in general? No, no, yeah, no. We have story uh, of Pedro, too. Pedro blew himself up. And and um, the boy from Thriller Bark. Which one? Uh, the Invisible Visible Man. Oh, yeah. He's confirmed dead. Yeah. Confirmed dead. So we have Ab- four deaths. Absalom is definitely dead. In a thousand plus chapters, we have four deaths. And one of them happened off screen. <laughs> I mean, man, look, okay. So, but this. I feel like game, Oda just didn't want to draw that motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he was over it. He was like, I don't, I've, I've drawn, I have a thousand plus characters. I could lose Absalom. <laughs> Absalom died. He was like, damn. And he still draws A's. Yeah. <laughs> he still draws A's. Um, but this is a really, this would be a moment to like, because then if Luffy takes out Kaido, Big Mom gets away. And Luffy just... A lot makes sense about it. I'm not going to say it happens, but a lot makes sense about Big Mom killing Kid right now. Is this the most powerful we've seen Big Mom? Yes, but I think there's still maybe like one little tweak higher. I don't think it's drastic, but I think there's one like... like, Sacks her entire life. Yeah, something like that. Like If she she dredges her entire life, yeah, sure. 
but 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 that's like last minute desperation for her i don't think that is something she can do and sustain her own life very well so it's a she probably has essentially like a last ditch almost kamikaze like attack um yeah like she kills herself to like to make sure you blow up kaido yeah um but now my only problem with all of these fights and what makes it looming in the background, as we already talked about a little bit, is if Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro are all in these real big fights with three of the strongest people in the world, who the fuck fights CP0? Because they're coming. And I, I, do we I, think CP0 is on par with these guys anymore? Like, we've never really thought that they were on Emperor level. No, I don't think CP0 is on Emperor level, but I think a beaten up Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji coming off fights with Kaido, King, and Queen, absolutely, I think they would wreck their shit. I like the idea that the crew comes together. Like, uh, who in the crew is going to fuck with them? Frankie is doing things. You have Chopper can't fight right now. Jinbei's, we don't know where Jinbei, Frankie, or... um, well, Frankie took a good amount of injuries. So Frankie, I'm going to presume, is not 100%. Jimbei G- could probably... Well, okay. He's probably I think, the healthiest. I, Because you also have Brooke, who's, running who's protecting Robin right now. Uh, Jimbei can do things. Usopp is going somewhere. Where is Usopp? Uh, Usopp I still think Usopp's going to be the MP, uh, MPV, or MVP. MVP. Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dying uh mvp in that fight it'd be it'd be interesting i just like i said i'm just curious who does it i could see the crew yes stepping in and doing something with them um i just don't know i don't know where uh cp0 really ranks and it's kind of hard to tell no i don't think they're emperor level and i don't think they're at a healthy sanji luffy and zoro level but none of them are going to be healthy even big mom will probably only have enough strength to leave. She won't actually have enough strength to um she won't have enough strength to fight them. Um especially cuz essentially most of them are there. And at least yeah. the tall son of a bitch who who might I say once again does not wear a mask. He holds it up with his hands. Yeah, homie he's just, homie he's just doing that. On. Yeah. And he's and, still fucking people up while <laughs> holding it there. Um <laughs> Yeah, maybe Beppo could get in on that fight too. Give that bear some love. Um, was very surprised with the opening picture this week. Was like of all the first mates. Um, you said Beppo, and it took me about thirty seconds to think about who the fuck he was. Yeah, you know, it's about how relevant but, he's been to the story. And you're right; he hasn't really been relevant, and yet somehow he's on a cover page with all the first mates. Uh, I guess this also confirms that Shiru of the Rain is the first mate. The first mate, which makes me feel kind of sad because I'm like, oh, Burgess though. But but that's probably like a fight for it kind of thing. Like yeah. Shiru has definitely been like the like, Shiru went and killed someone for a fruit. Um, he's probably just more ruthless than Burgess is. Burgess is also kind of like a big goofy fucker. Yeah, I mean, we can also like make the case that Yasop was the first member of Shanks's crew. Yes. And then they went and found Beckman. So, you know, it make it's fine. Yeah. Um 
Ivankov has been with Dragon for a long time, and yet Sabo's right there. So, I mean, when you shoot fire, you have Dragon Claws. No, he couldn't shoot fire when he was number two. No, but then he got Dragon Claws. Then he got fire. It, it would be. Because what would it be okay? So what's the fallout? It could just go so many ways. Like, what's the fallout of Kaido's crew losing? What's the fallout of Big Mom and Kaido losing? Or just I, I don't I don't think Big Mom. I said I I am more, the fallout I'm, is probably game changing. Like uh, that's it's definitely game changing. But what like but what exact because. Because Kaido has a really unique spot. As terrifying as he is, he doesn't really go around fucking with people. And the only island he really has oppressed under his territory is not affiliated with the rest of the world. I think that's the game changer. So uh, at the end of this fight, you're going to have a lot of high bounty people uh, fucking near death. Uh, And I, I think the Navy sends an armada too. I used to, I was hoping Wano would become like a territory for the Straw Hats. I feel like it's going to get occupied and be forced to be part of the world government. That's the fallout of Wano, in my opinion. But do you need a confirmed Kaido death for that? Uh, I, think, I think if one of these strongest people in the world dies... No, like, but do you think you need a confirmed death? Like, Whitebird's territories didn't leave until he was dead. It's not just him losing a fight, per se. I think <clears> you <throat> need a confirmed death. Like, if Big Mom... I don't think Big Mom dies, but I think it would be interesting if she gets, like, captured. Where do you put that bitch? Impel down, motherfucker. <laughs> Put her on the bottom. Uh, Impel down a hole in her. No one can hold Big Mom. Yeah, I, I don't know how you hold Big Mom, but I could see Whole Cake getting occupied. I could see... Sorry, I could see a war for Whole Cake. Well, no, all the big pieces are off Whole Cake right now. So I could see Whole Cake getting occupied. I could see Wano getting occupied. Um, I think that's the fallout of everything is the navy pushing out to catch do you, these, do you think we get very the, very weak very very powerful pirates do you think we get the armada regardless because essentially cp zeros re is um sending information in um for everything that's going on and this will this will be without a doubt the weakest kaido and big mom have been maybe ever yeah so like, do you think we get the Armada regardless if Luffy or them technically get like a victory over them? Yeah, they have to. I I feel like you'd have to send in an Armada. If not, like maybe not all the admirals, but Rengoku would be a good uh Green Bull. We still have we still yeah, have. like we get to I think seeing what Green Bull can do isn't is gonna be interesting. Fujitori wouldn't go. He definitely want it. It makes sense for Kizaru. Yeah, if you send Kizaru and Green Bull, I can see that. Um, fuck, I I mean I've been theorizing that Akainu comes from Wano, 
So I think Akainu, Kizaru, and Green Bull would be. I don't think Akainu leaves. I I I I I think Akainu goes home for that. You think so? He would actually leave Navy headquarters. Yeah, that's the fallout of Wano. <laughs> that's how big that is. Because remember uh, when Blackbeard captured Bonnie. And this was before he was a fleet admiral, but when he captured Bonnie and then called it in uh, and was just expecting to get like some random ship, a kind of chased his ass. <laughs> a kind of just showed up for that, you know, an admiral, like, again, he was an admiral at the time, not a fleet That's... admiral. But I think, I think just because you're a fleet admiral doesn't mean you can't like move around. So I think, I think it does. I think gaining Wano is like a good enough reason, especially if like that's your home. So here's my only reason I'm gonna say like I I for sure think Green Bull would be there. It's a really good time to introduce him. And B, um, keys where I think goes just because you need that you need that amount of power. Fujitora just kind of goes to his own. He just you know he's living his own life. He's blind. The only reason I say kind of a kind of couldn't go is because a kind who's already not good with the girls say like they don't get along, and the girls say hates a kind of because he has damaged the reputation of the Navy. Like mm-hmm. when Sengoku was fleet admiral, at least to the outside world, shit looked more like on lock. So for a kind to leave headquarters kind of looks like a little desperate as far as the navy's concerned because the admirals are supposed to be like 1-800 just get whatever you need done that's why they're put in charge of the celestial dragons like you see you don't just see i don't think we've ever seen two admirals in one place besides navy headquarters and the warp marine four and i get that don't get me wrong i totally understand but this is huge Oh, it is you, huge. you know what I, I mean? Just... Like, this isn't like, this isn't like a couple of pirates. Like this is. Uh, Three emperors. May, I would love a Kainu to go, but I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, maybe not. When uh, Shiki and Roger were fighting. So the battle of Edward, Edward, I think it is, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um they sent all three admirals for that. Or I guess they were vice admirals at the time. No, no, no. Sorry. They sent Sengoku, who was... An admiral. Oh, uh, okay. I think Sengoku They, they and... sent Sengoku and Garp. Well, Garp just dipped. Garp, Garp was like, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's, I think, another reason why I like the fleet admiral is very much like has to be the last line of defense for Navy headquarters, which is another reason True. why Garp would never want it, because Garp, Garp liked to just go whenever the fuck he felt like. All right, so here, here's the next theory. Fallout is admirals disperse all around the world uh, be, or all into the new world to like try to capture and take control of all these places because all these weak pirates are now weak. All wow. these strong pirates are now weak, right? Correct. It's just a Kainu at Navy headquarters. Blackbeard makes his move by going to Navy headquarters. 
and takes out a Kainu. Because weren't we weren't didn't we theorize Blackbeard was trying to become a disaster man? That's 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 the first thing I thought of when you said him like, and that is kind of perfect, right? Like all all the pieces move, so everything you know, Kaido goes down, Big Mom goes down. Uh, the the Navy does what the Navy does and starts occupying these previously pretty rough territories. Uh. I think there's a war for fucking whole cake. I really do. I think there's a huge fucking Navy war between the big mom pirates and the Navy. And Wano gets occupied. And Blackbeard's move is taking uh, Marine Ford. That... Right, so you know what I'm down. You know what I'm. I really am down with it because, like, how fire would it be? Because we know there's another war coming. Yeah, and the war is pretty much if it's not the last arc, it's like the second to last major thing happening. Dog, what? Imagine a battle at New Marine Ford, and the Navy's not even there. Like Blackbeard has assembled that. He's got his armada. He's got all his people in there. And he throws the world literally into chaos because a pirate has Navy headquarters. Fuck breaking it like Whitebeard did. Like, motherfucker, like, we are in here. The, the, the girl say who I've pretty much, I think, reserved in my mind as like, okay, y'all can't fight. Like, I, at a point in time, I thought they were probably crazy strong. I no longer think that at all. I think they're all a bunch of bitches, but they've just been with the government for so long. Um, the... Yeah. It would just be weird because then it's like the only problem with him, like him taking Marine Ford, is then what do the other admirals do? The other admiral, I think the only reason he sacks Marine Ford, because uh, I said take, I think I meant sack. And I think you, you would sack Marine Ford to try to get information on. I, I would say one piece, but like information on the lost century, the void century, God Island. That too. That the thing, the island that disappeared. Um, or you just sack it for that fruit. I'm gonna take magma. <laughs> you know, um, that could be an interesting thing too because. Aokiji's with Blackbeard so it would be almost like a like it's not like Blackbeard doesn't know how to get into Marine Ford he has Aokiji with him <laughs> so see that would okay so this would be kind of corny it would look cool just because the characters themselves are cool mm. but like if Blackbeard ran up in there let's say Fujitora stayed close like he wasn't he obviously does Fuji, his own I think thing. Fujitori goes to uh Oduano? I think no, I think he goes to Whole Cake. Oh. In my yeah. theory, yeah. I think okay, Rengoku. So no, so no admirals he, there. Yeah, I think you send two admirals to where the emperors are. And then Fujitori you send to Whole Cake. 
whole cake to oversee that. Do are we down for a because I don't think anyone really thinks Aokiji is with Blackbeard for like for real for real. It would just be really odd. Like if he does, that's then shout out to Oda for a character twist of the fucking century. Like yeah, Aokiji right. went full blown pirate and it was like just seamless, like okay. No, uh, I, I like the idea that like they show up and then uh Aokiji flips and goes like all right the plan worked we have blackbeard cornered that's to say do we want to see him in we a have, kind of fighting it, side by side yeah why not and then blackbeard takes out both of them and takes both their quirks or both their uh fruits wrong wrong show <laughs> niggas been reading my hero too much <laughs> yo i'm gonna tell you right now stars and stripe really cool fucking hero you want to know who she is Gotta she's read. Amer- she's, who, who do you think? Who do you think stars and stripe? Oh, an American is? flag. Yeah, she's America's number one hero. <laughs> um, and she's she's fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, what the fuck is that? As soon as oh. when they animate her ass, like Jesus Christ, that's it. <laughs> so, before we get out of here, um. Trying to think on this fallout here real quick for Okiji. So then, then the fights are the uh, Kizaru, Green Bull, and X amount of Navy trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, officially bring, and Cypherpole bring down Big Mom Kaido. Fujitora, X amount of Navy trying to take down Hulk. Blackbeard and his crew. His, uh, his armada, I guess, uh, versus Akainu and Aokiji. I'm with it. I'm with it. I think every, I think I'm... Now, this feels dumb wrong. You get there, and I'll say this a bunch, but you get there, yes, you're at 80% done. I do yeah. Because we. I would not want to see outside of an obvious, like, the story's over, and this is just the guy who has the role. I don't want another fleet out. I had some Goku. I got a Kainu now. I really don't need to see another fleet out. I like the idea that the there's a fall of the Navy, too. Because, like, I don't want another Marine Ford. I want, like, I feel like in a story about pirates, and we haven't really set up, like, out of all the Navy people, yeah, Luffy hates Akainu. But I feel like Blackbeard has been set up as the final villain. Like, he shows up in Bellamy's arc again, you know, <laughs> and he's had this, like, you know, seven-step plan, this ten-tier plan for years. Actually, no, I'm sorry. They've had Blackbeard since Chopper. <laughs> yes. You know, so Blackbeard's through line is deep. Which and is so wild. I, I, he had I, no fruit at Chopper. And Chopper's Island. Yeah, he did. Just... Yeah, he went He went there to go pick up. A... Why did he go to that island? I think he just sacked that island. Yeah, he because he yeah, had just no, he left had, Blackbeard's crew. Okay, that's right. 
because that's like the OG Blackbeard crew. That's only like the five of them. Or yeah, exactly. Five or six of them. Burgess, yeah. the Doctor, and um, no, who's the fucking mime? Forget the mime. Yeah, that fool. Yeah. So they just like went to that island and sacked it. Um. Yeah. So. I I don't see I never saw Akainu as the final fight and I don't think I ever needed to see Luffy fight Akainu or anyone in the Navy really like I think it'd be cool if him and Kobe fight at the end but I don't like, I don't like that's so far in the future like I I don't even know what the manga will look like that far in the future you know what I mean so I, I think it's an interesting dynamic too because you would make Luffy kind of go through a a little bit of a crisis as far as a character because if a kind if blackbeard takes out a kainu because i think luffy luffy the character wants to be the kind because of what he did days yeah and if blackbeard robs him of that luffy has never fought while he's beating people up because they fucked with his friends it's never come off as this like very vengeful thing yeah luffy's not vengeful and that's why i'm like I think if Luffy was given the opportunity, he'd want to fight Akainu. Um, but I don't think anyone wants to see a Luffy-Akainu fight. Like, for me, Luffy's goal has always been to, like, find One Piece and go on this great adventure. It's not to hunt people down. Mm-hmm. Blackbeard, his whole thing has been hunting people down to, like, move up the rings. And Absolutely. if we think that, like, Eam is the ultimate goal and marriage is the ultimate goal next to one piece then like yeah that's like i i want to see blackbeard making those kinds of moves you know not a lot of it makes sense it's it makes sense it's um the hardest thing with ever anticipating one piece is one piece has a million different directions they could go like Enel could drop yeah. back out of the sky tomorrow and then the world's fucked up um, yeah right like uh we still have that lightning bowl island that we're, ne- we're never gonna go back to <laughs> uh, we don't know how devil fruits work we don't know how devil fruits work we have no idea how devil fruits work i and the it's like they've also they set up three final villains you know and obviously like luffy isn't gonna fight you know, a kind of beard aim, you know what I mean? Like he isn't going to do like this. He might, but like, that doesn't feel like one piece to me. No, I also, an, another corner theory in my head is I don't think he can fight. I think it is a status thing. That's why he sits on top of the world. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, like I, in I, uh, attack on Titan. Yeah. Similar to that. I don't think it's a natural, the same with the Goro say, like, I don't think they're, I won't say that they can't fight. I'm going to say they can't fight on this level now. Like maybe in their heyday, yes, they were above admiral strength or whatever, but now it's they're probably below an admiral, maybe just on par, but an admiral itself isn't beating Luffy at this stage in the game. So I think yeah. Eam is not saying Eam can't, you know, I don't give Eam 90% of the world, he probably puts them on their ass. Yeah. The Luffy, Zoro, Sanji like- are now, fuck no. Also, like, I don't know if I need to see. Not everyone needs to fight. Not everybody needs to fight. And if you go off of uh, Bleach, who had their own, like, person sitting atop the world, 
that was they had the Soul King and Bleach, and he couldn't fight. He was just a guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was a I, dude in a crystal, and had a ton of power, and he made sure the world worked, and that was all he did. And that's that. Yeah, that's. Now, I I don't need to see him fight. I don't. I need. Like I said, Akainu has to lose to someone. Now, whether it's Blackbird or Luffy, like that's I think, I'm, I think I'm, Blackbeard would be better. I like no, I like that a lot. I like the idea of Blackbeard. I, I still like the idea that Blackbeard's becoming a disaster, man. You know, yeah, I, I love that theory. I also and then, and it's a one piece intro, I think, is where it like mostly stems from. But it's like it's Zoro, Sanji, and Luffy fighting Akainu, Kizaru, and Fujitora. It's cool. Um and it is. And at the time, it's like, oh, that'd be a fucking cool, like, they're setting up for the final fight. Now, now it's... Uh, they would dog walk them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Hockey makes Kizaru extremely less impressive. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm light. I have the best devil fruit, except I have enough willpower that it doesn't fucking matter. I, yeah, it's like, I think, I don't think... And I think Kizaru and Fujitora are crazy strong. It's not saying they would like, they're not yeah, shit. At this stage in the game, they're all crazy strong. But yeah. like, like in that same breath, in this stage of the game, they are all crazy strong. Like, I think we're not talking about uh, Foxy, Foxy Straw Hat crew. We're talking about post Wano Straw Hat crew. And I believe that. Um, the I think this fight would be harder, like the current fight they're on. So Luffy, Kaido, Zoro, King, Sanji, Queen. This is higher power levels than if they fought the admirals. Like well, Kaido, Kaido alone, I know is stronger than Akai. Because it just doesn't make sense for Kaido to not be stronger than Akai. King and Queen. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Probably up they're there. stronger food than Fujitora and Kizaru. Yeah. But like. It's like all like they're all fighting on emperor level, and I think the animals are just a tick above that, or I'm sorry, a tick below that, and that's where they're supposed to be. They're everyone is scary until you get someone bigger. And right now, Luffy is at a point where he's just fighting bigger people. And like, yeah, I don't even know if Akainu would be a good match for him because I think he I'm would just, dog walk Akainu. I'm just uh I don't know. Like I, I'm just really intrigued to see what comes next like don't get me wrong like i'm living in one piece right now like this is fucking cool every chapter has been like you know um and of course we get a fucking break next week oh of course i i was i was doing the math do you think we get nine more chapters of one piece this year (laughs) oh fuck i love this game (laughs) um (laughs) do we get no it's november 8th fuck no we don't get nine more chapters Dog, we're gonna get two more chapters in November and December. We're lucky if we get two the whole month. Fuck, <laughs> we not getting nine chapters. This nigga's taking, and, and I always fuck this up. But he's taking I mean, even the even Chinese on, New Year and even, um, on a, even if he never took a break, I don't think we get nine. <laughs> like I don't even think the weeks add up to nine. No, yeah, no fuck. This nigga not getting us nine more chapters. Fuck out of here. How many chapters we get this year? I think we're on 31. Oh, this is the 31st chapter of this year? Yeah. Because it started off on 1,000. Right. 
Okay, so 31. This was 1031? It's 1031. So technically 32 chapters then, yeah? Uh, Yeah, we'll say 32. So we're going to end up with 35, 36 chapters this year? That's about right. Yeah, sounds about right. About 36 chapters a year of One Piece. Ugh. Hurts my soul. Man. Oda, just, 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 you just can't stop before you're done with it. Just remember, issues. you get 36 chapters a year. And there are definitely more than 36 episodes of One Piece that come out a year. <laughs> At some point, these things are going to catch up with one another. <laughs> Even going a chapter a week. Which is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an awful way to run a show. Because One Piece is not like my hero pacing even, where it's like, okay, I could see how you maybe made that into an episode. No, One Piece is deliberately a slower paced show, which means you don't put, because reading it fine, it's fine to read at a slower pace for everybody out there, for all my slow readers. It is a different thing to watch at a slow pace and to watch yeah. at a slow pace, you might as well put your fucking head through the wall. A fucking slow one piece slow is also like world building correct so yeah there's a difference between reading one piece and watching one piece i don't know a thousand percent i got i got too much i got too many things to do to watch one piece i think i would literally do just about anything else i think i would rather i would rather teach my dogs how to deliberately piss on the wall so i could yell at them and then clean the piss off the wall and then give them a treat so that they're just perpetually confused and keep pissing on my wall. Rip. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> hey, man, we got to get out of here. But appreciate everyone for tuning in this week. Appreciate everyone. Yeah. Excuse me. Don't forget, check out the YouTube. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, all those good places. At Shadow Riley, at italkland 9080 Hardfile Network, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Patreon stuff coming, hopefully starting to drop next week. Uh, we'll have more updates on that hopefully this Friday. Um, and yeah, appreciate y'all. And you got anything to say before we head out? No. Don't scratch your nuts and eat pineapple at the same time. You want to talk about that? Nope. <laughs>